You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Welcome to Pride Month. Yes. And of course, Indigenous Peoples Month as well. It is June. Uh, So I thought I'd start out with a little bling for you kitties because I know you love it. That's why you come here for the bling and the fashion. That's it. That's all. Nothing more. (laughs) We come here for style points first. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Welcome, kids, to another episode of the Daily Beaver Morning Show, Season 3, and episode number 131 here on the Crier Media Network. Um, Actually, sorry, no, episode 132. Hello, lovely lady. Ah, lovely to see you. Uh, Episode number 130. uh, Anyway. 32. Um, today, recording day is uh, Thursday, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's the fourth Monday. June. Yeah, it's the fourth Monday. <laughs> Happy June. What did Satan bring? Oh, did I spell that wrong? <laughs> I spelled that wrong. <laughs> and it is a gorgeous day here at the Beaver Lodge, as you can tell by my face with the sunlight coming through the window. Um, I'm your host, the eager beaver, pronouns he, him, hey, Mr. Beaver, eh? And with me, as always, is my color-coordinated friend, Mr. Grizzly. We did not discuss this. This is what we Of course, a big thank you goes to our podcast founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, The Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Mood Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. We have a Thursday morning nibble for you, but first, good morning, Mr. Grizzly. How's your mental health today? Well, good morning, Mr. Beaver. Um, 
my mental health's pretty good. A little, little tired today. Um, I just I had a long, long day at work yesterday and then um, went and had a beer with a friend and then uh, went to the Scotch and Cigar Night, uh, sat on the porch with the boys for a bit, solved all the problems of the world, discovered there's new ones today we'll have to tackle next Wednesday. You know, that's, that's, the, whole, that's the whole Scotch and Cigar Club thing. We figure out all the world's problems, solve them in, in about two hours' time and then new ones the following week. So, yeah, but I, uh, I um, fell asleep on the couch last night um, watching a movie and, and Bridget was, she had a gala she was at and then uh, she came over and poor woman <laughs> banging on the door and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> oh no, yeah, she was locked up. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She's like, I thought you were mad at me. I go, no. She's like, well, I'm late. I'm like, yeah, that's I wasn't mad. I just fell asleep and I'm a very sound sleeper. So, mm mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, things are going really well with, uh, with me. Yeah, uh, we okay. are play starts Friday. Is it this Friday? one week? Oh, it's a week from one week. It's a week from one week is opening night. Yes. Yeah, so this weekend is a tech weekend, which is the long weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about it. Uh, the set, every time we come, the set has changed. Uh, yesterday, the floor was painted to look like hardwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do such a good job. It's ridiculous. Um, we are we're not asking for line all that much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we screw up, we screw up big time. Oh. <laughs> screw up. Yeah. <laughs> or at that point it's like um did we just like pass a whole chunk <laughs> oh yeah we did skip forward over a chunk did we but it didn't look like we did we were seamless okay so if that happens on stage we're good okay. <laughs> uh but yeah we missed a bit of we missed a small chunk yesterday when we did it and we were like going through all the script going, oh yeah that's the bit <laughs> trying to find it <laughs> uh but things are going really well um we're at the point now where um, we're starting to play. Well, we're starting to play. We're starting to add like little moments, little touches, little. Let me see. Some, um, maybe maybe we can come down next Saturday then. Oh, I would like that it, very if much. If there's tickets available for next Saturday. Hang on a sec. Um, next Saturday, up for a road trip to Kingston, see my buddies play. Okay. So there we go. We're going to come down. Visit. Okay. You'll have house guests because yeah. we're staying with you because I can't afford a hotel. That's good. <laughs> We we have we we have a place set up for that. Now. I see that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, Saturday. Oh, happy Beaver. It's the tenth, right? I believe so. Yes, Thursday's the eighth. Yes. Yeah, Saturday would be the tenth. Good. Uh, and please, if there are any other kits in the Kingston area, please okay, feel well, free. Let me let me know later today. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be very, very, very good. Well, can, yes, but we're at the point now where we're playing. So we're adding these little details. Nice. You know, when the scene's going on, we turn around, we're looking at each other and we're catching each other's eye and, you know, say, ah, let's do something here. So we're just adding all those little elements that makes it look just a little more real. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, yeah, we're having a lot of fun. We're having a lot of fun. You need to shift a bit because the logo's kind of blocking your, your face. All right. There we go. I can pull there the logo go. down, but, you know, I want to keep it up because it, let people know where we are, who we are, and that it is uh, Pride Month. So, you know. Okay. Yes, it is. Teat Pride so. Month. Ah, and uh, well, uh, because it's Pride Month, of course, tomorrow we have an interview mm-hmm. 
with uh, Jason Carmen, who is the director of the film Golden Delicious, that will be. Um, it's not broadcast when it's screened. Screened. Just <laughs> looking for the word. Uh, screened at the Inside Out Film Festival in Toronto this weekend. I believe the uh, the screenings are on June third uh, for his. But we will have him uh, tomorrow for a few minutes, and we'll be able to talk about movie making. And we have a, and we have a clip. Let's go to the clip. And we'll have, and we'll, yes, we'll be able to go through the clip for the first time ever. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'll um, talk about uh, pride and things that have been changing mm-hmm. and all the attacks and why films like this are all the more important these days. Yeah, so I've got, it'll be a, uh, there was a clip that I saw earlier that I was going to show, but I'm like, no, I'm not. It's just, it's, it's brutal. Okay. Um, yesterday we had um, brutal uh, day of news. Mm. It's just incredible what's been going on. And I really wanted to make this episode more about Pride stuff because, you know, we have some stuff that's happening in Uganda and we still have some stuff that's happening in New Brunswick. Mm-hmm. And there are things that we can talk about. But um, yesterday there are two things that happened that kind of pushed everything else off the headlines. And uh, both have to do with, well, one of them for sure definitely has to do with PP. Well, they both have to do with PP, but one one is the situation he exploited and one is just him being a dick. Well, I have, I have a, a good one of him being a dick and getting burned for it. Yes, yes. Well, that's the first one. The first one is that um, they're trying to bring back the Groper thing. Yeah, I know, um, I know that, that. Now this is this kids is an outright demonization campaign. That's what it is. What's going on? They've been trying to paint him as a tyrant. They've been trying to paint him as someone who's coming for you, someone who's trying to force you to do things that you don't want to do, who's taking away your rights. And now that they've laid this groundwork, they're coming back with something that they've tried twice before. Mm-hmm. And they said that was a complaint that she he groped someone and nothing ever materialized and then it was uh after bianca andrescu won the u.s open mm-hmm. and they had that big rally for mm-hmm. her in toronto and the day after people were looking at pictures from that and then choosing to interpret them as trudeau being way 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 too close to andrescu and just gawking at her or desiring her or leering over her. Um, Mr. Grizzly, if you would. So this, Mm -hmm. they took this look as him saying, oh my God, he's trying to check out their breasts. Oh, look at him getting too close. So, so nose to nose. Oh my God, if I was a dad and I saw him put his hands around my daughter like that, I would be. All right. So basically, this was a staged event with like tons of people. Mm It was filmed, it was on stage, and his wife was there. Yeah. And they're basically saying that he was acting lasciviously with Bianca Andrescu, who was 18 at the time? 19. 17? 19 at the time? Yeah, when she won the US Open, she was 19. So now they're coming back at it again. Oh, yeah, look, it, they have to invent shit. Look. What are they going to call him a groomer next? Because that's their new one. Oh, they're a groomer. Everybody's a fucking groomer. I'm so sick of this shit, man. I'm so sick of it. I really am too. 
So they're basically saying, why did you leave that academy in yeah. the middle of the year, leaving all these students without uh, anybody to teach them? Why did you have to leave so suddenly and leave them all high and dry? It's the new demonization poll that they, they have to create something because there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Yeah. How many times have I heard that, oh, uh, there was a, a payoff because uh, he uh, did this with this young one? Never happened. Yeah. Now, this is a long debunked story. Long debunked. Clive Austin, who is the headmaster of the school, mm -hmm. sent out an email on Friday, October 4th, 2019. Mm -hmm. 2019. So, right, I'll put it up here. years ago. There you go, Mr. Grizzly. October 4th, 2019. It has come to my attention that reporters have been contract contacting numerous former staff students and parents of West Point Gray Academy and inquiring about Mr. Trudeau's departure. As headmaster of the school at that time, I share with you the statement below that I have already shared with other media who contacted me directly. Mr. Trudeau taught at WPGA during the school years of 1998-2001. As headmaster of the school at the time, I can tell you with complete certainty that there is no truth to any speculation that he was dismissed. I recall the day that Justin visited me in my office near the end of the 2000-2001 the, the school year and told me he had enjoyed his first few years of teaching, yet was considering a return to Montreal in a year or so to continue his university studies, I think in engineering, and he did do about two, two years of engineering. At Polytechnic, I believe mm -hmm. it was. Yes. I wish Justin well and with a smile said I thought he'd one day find himself in politics at some level. As far as I was concerned, we parted company on good terms. During his time at WPGA, Mr. Trudeau experienced the tragic loss of both his younger brother and his father, yet maintained his focus on the importance of youth and education. For the year to follow, I recall that he did some on-call teaching in a local public school, and I believe he stayed active in his work with the Canadian Avalanche Association. This is the link to the 2015 article with comments from the school when Mr. Trudeau first became Prime Minister. Regards, Clive Austin. Mm -hmm. So, they are being total dicks. That's all they know how to do. Absolute total dicks. Because they are posting stuff like this. You've got Kean Q... E E A N. Hi, Justin. Why did you leave West Point Gray Academy in the middle of the semester? All those children that were so close. Why leave them without a teacher? Did something happen? Perhaps. This from the man who got himself quarantined so that he can go there mm -hmm. with his video camera and take pictures of himself putting a chair underneath the door because, oh, he didn't want to be raped. That's how he exploited the fact that people got fucking sexually assaulted. Fucking piece of shit, asshole, son of a bitch, prick, fucking asshole. So there actually was some assaults that take place, and he decided that's the way he was going to bring attention to it. Yeah. I'm going to go there, and oh, gee, I hope I don't get raped. This is the guy that's commenting about this stuff now. He, he, I got to bite my tongue. Because I will go into a, a blue jacket guy rage. He's such a vile piece of shit of a human being. He's a complete shit gibbon, shit stirring, shit hawk. That's a lot of shit, and that's what he is—a big pile of it. 
let's 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 take a look at this uh, little clip here. I've got I've yeah. got for you. Let's let's of um, well, Pierre Poliev getting schooled. He got burned so badly he needs the solar cane. Honorable Prime Minister. Yes, Mr. Speaker, I was a high school teacher before getting into politics, and I'm having a little trouble remembering what exactly the job that the leader of the opposition had before getting into politics. Mr. Speaker, we have a plan to... That's called a burn, kids. <laughs> that is called a burn. A damn good one Indeed. at that. Yep. Uh, and I have something. Um, it it's even better when you um, see what came before, and I hope I can uh, uh, find it because I found it yesterday. But there was uh, so much stuff going on. I'm <laughs> I'm hoping I can find it uh, really quickly. But yeah, so they're accusing him of being a groomer. Of course, um, global and other news sources have immediately put out articles uh, saying that this is stuff that has been debunked and. Uh, yeah. And this is long since debunked. This is not news. It happened long a long time debunked. ago. And they just they keep going back to the same well running. looking for water and there's none there. The well is right. run, run and, dry. I mean, come on. Yep. Yep. <sighs> I just and I'm sorry, but whenever this happens, all I keep on thinking is which CPC MP or pro CPC media personality has a sexual harassment suit or worse in their immediate future that we're going to find out about like in oh, the next two weeks or yeah, so. G- give it, yeah. Give it some time. Give it some time. I just, <sighs> I swear these people, these people, um, I believe it might've been, uh, Yaro Eastbrook. He usually is pretty good at this. That has the the full one. Mm-hmm. So, hope hopefully I will uh, find that uh, for you, kids, and then we could play because it's uh, what came before. Because PP brought the accusation mm-hmm. into the House of Commons without actually saying it, and that's what came immediately before. Was speculating about why the Prime Minister had to leave. He doesn't. PP doesn't quite remember why. As he's alluding it doing it and trying to get all of us to think about the reason why that of course all the cpc media has made sure was all in the press that day so that we don't have to wonder why we know what he's referring to even though he doesn't because it's all everybody's been talking about that day well and then there's this here's the other thing he went on about a rant and and i was like good god man like really another day on toronto well, that's not it it's the wrong one sorry I pulled up the wrong one. <laughs> Sorry. I got to pull up the right clip here. There it is. Ranting on about another day on Toronto Transit after eight years of Justin Trudeau. Please tell me how the Prime Minister of Canada is responsible for municipal transit in the city of Toronto, let alone policing thereof. That's the responsibility of the city of Toronto, Toronto Police. After that, so it would go police municipal level of civic politics, the, the city of Toronto, and then the province of Ontario, and then the federal government, if it ever went that high. 
I'm not going to show the clip. It's a young girl who got arrested for lighting off a firework on a on the TTC on a bus. You can find yeah, it if you we'll, really want to. I'm not going to show it. Okay, and and we'll get to that one because um, he, they did something with that too. That's the second one that really uh, pissed yeah. me off. But here's the one with uh, what oh, came the full before. Clip? Excellent. Yeah. Which, of course, True North, because they wanted to show this part because they think yes. that this part's a winner. They think that this part's a winner. Mm-hmm. Oh, it seems that the volume's a little low. Let's fix that there. All right, take two. So the high school drama teacher over here accuses others of liking the sounds of their own voices. This from a guy who, if he were made of chocolate, he would eat himself. (laughs) But we don't want him to do that until after he answers my question, which I keep asking. It's about the cost of groceries in B.C. and everywhere else. He's right. The NDP has already put in a carbon tax there, but he wants to force them to increase it by almost 40 cents to 61 cents a liter, a federally imposed tax by the costly coalition of the Liberals and NDP. How much will it add to the cost of groceries for the average family? How much? Honorable Prime Minister. Yes, Mr. Speaker, I was a high school teacher before getting into politics, and I'm having a little trouble remembering what exactly the job that the leader of the opposition had before getting into politics. with a grocery rebate, with a growing economy, with great middle-class jobs. Uh, We're delivering health care supports for Canadians from coast to coast to coast, delivering dental care that has helped 300,000 kids uh, access dental care over the past number of months, including 1,100 in his own writing. Uh, Mr. Speaker, we will continue to be there for Canadians. Honourable Leader of the Opposition. Yes, and... uh and he left right in the middle of the semester, and I'm having trouble remembering why. Oh! Now, Mr. Speaker. Mr. Speaker. Okay, now I'm very disgusted with somebody. I'm disgusted with somebody who I used to call a friend, who I see in the crowd there, standing up and applauding. Disgusted that, that supporting that bullshit... Uh, conspiracy theory, which has been debunked to the nth degree, but they want to keep bringing that up. I'm disgusted. Look who's not standing. Yeah. Interesting. Michael Chong. Yeah. Interesting, huh? Hmm. Doesn't look real proud there, does he? No, and Michael Chong is one of the very few people in that party who, and, and he has his moments where I'm like, oh, dude, you, you went you went full con. But oftentimes, he seems to be a level-headed individual. Hmm. He has his moments where I want to go, what are you doing, man? You, you've lost the plot. I think he's an actual progressive, but, you know, you, you sit around in um, a puddle of mud long enough, you're bound to get some of it on you. Yeah, out of curiosity, mm-hmm. let's see what happens after. Yes. If there's a prime ministerial response to this, I don't know how much of a it's true north, because that's sort of where I checked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After. I was like, what? Well, and you know, they, they always call him a drama teacher as if that was a bad thing, but they, they neglect the fact that to tell you that he was a math teacher 
and he taught literature and he taught one semester of drama. So they continue to, to, to bring that up. And so are they trying to be little teachers? Because every time they do that, they are, oh, I don't know, alienating a couple million people in this country who teach school, who take care of, of your children every day, five days a week for 10 months out of the year. You, you, they seem to think that it's horrible that a school teacher should become prime minister. Remember when they ridiculed the uh, former bus driver in Edmonton who became a member of parliament? Oh, he was only a bus driver. Oh, right. So let me see if I understand this. He worked in public service serving the public and you're going to shit on him for that. See, these people hate everybody that isn't them. And I say these people because they really are in a category on their own. I'm not saying the right, I'm not saying the left, I'm saying this group of, of reforms, reformers that call themselves conservatives hate anybody that isn't of them. And remember, when Vladimir Zelensky addressed Parliament in the House of Commons, each member, the leader of each party stood up and said, Canadians are here to support you, except for Candace Brownshirt Bergen, who stood up and said, conservatives will always be here to support you. As if they're a different group of Canadians. Every other member, every leader of each party, Green, NDP, and Liberals, and the Bloc, all stood up and said, Canadians are here to support you. But what does she say? Conservatives. Because they see themselves as superior to everyone else. There's us, and then fuck everybody else. And they see themselves as conservatives first. Not Canadians. Conservatives first. I know. I know. It's absolutely, absolutely, absolutely infuriating. And um, it pisses me it, off to the nth degree. Yeah. And again, this story was so debunked. Again, October 10th, 2019, Canada's National Observer. A fake Justin Trudeau sex scandal went viral. Canada's election integrity law can't stop it by Emma McIntosh. Mm -hmm. It's been debunked many, many, many times, but they keep trying to bring it up. And it's like, you know what? You know what? Lawyer up. I get that parliamentary uh, privilege in the House of Commons, but what do we call it again? Stochastic terrorism. Oh, but this has been said outside the House of Commons. It's all over Twitter. You've got... And yeah, there have been just from them. members of the party suggesting just them, but I, I think I think I think Justin Trudeau is, is kind of like I don't have time for this shit. I have a country to run. They want to they want to besmirch me. Go ahead, I don't care. When I'm in private life, then I'll deal with it. This, this is my my own musing, and at which point, um, I'm going to guess he probably has a couple of lawyer friends. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he could consult with um, former Prime Minister Jean Chrétien, who is a lawyer and works for a very prestigious law firm in Montreal. I think the same one that Justin's father worked for. Correct me if I'm wrong. Possibly. I'm not I think they're going after the wrong dog um, in this fight. They are going after the, they're going after the alpha dog, but it's the chill alpha dog. Mm -hmm. You know, the chill, it's like, uh, I'm thinking of, uh, so Skippy is the little chihuahua who's harping around. Come on, Spike, come on, Spike, come on, Spike. And Spike's like, settle down, settle down. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, I get. Yeah, I hear you. Except hear in you. in this situation, the 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 little Chihuahua hypernet Spike does not become the alpha dog. He does not become the tough guy because Skippy doesn't have it in him. He has no spine. He's got no intestinal fortitude. I wonder how a man who has no balls was able to father children. Mm. I know I went, yeah. that, that was a personal attack, but I really don't care anymore. Yeah. He's bringing now, it on himself. The scum sucking now, piece of vile shit. Sorry, I got to stop. I'm going to, I'm going to go on a rant here and I don't want to do that. Yeah. Now the other thing that Pierre did, uh, that didn't get as much attention, but certainly caught my eye was about that story about that 14 year old girl on public transit in Toronto who set off a firework mm. and uh, basically had everybody ducking for cover. Uh, and uh, this apparently is the ninth such similar incident on Toronto transit this year. Oh, really? But we've heard about this one. Uh, the 14-year-old has been charged with mischief endangering people's lives, mm-hmm. of course, because uh, she is 14, because of her uh, youth justice laws, where the name cannot be revealed. Not. Shouldn't be. But here's what um, happened uh, on Twitter, and I am going to hold on. Um, Something's going sideways there. We lost your sound. I don't hear you. And I don't want to show the visual of what's happening, but uh, here we go. I've been able to freeze frame it exactly. There we go. What Pierre decided to do with this is post a tweet that says, Another day on Toronto transit after eight years of Justin Trudeau. Hashtag crime, chaos, drugs, disorder. Mm -hmm. What do you notice about this child, Mr. Grizzly? Um, She's black. She's 14. Mm -hmm. Chaos, crime, drugs, disorder. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he doesn't care who he hurts. He doesn't give a shit. As long as he scores a point, that nanosecond point. He's exploiting of course he this is. situation. A 14-year-old girl. Huh. He's exploiting he's a 14-year-old girl. Situation. Yeah, he's exploiting a 14-year-old girl. He's exploiting this tragedy, mm-hmm. this, these people's fears, to push the trope, the famous American GOP trope, mm-hmm. yeah. that young black children are actually adults. Mm-hmm. The young black fourteen-year-old drugged-up thug. Yeah, that's the that's the the the, the meme he's pushing. <sighs> on the exact same day, on the exact same day, he's pushing mm-hmm. Trudeau mm-hmm. had to leave because he did something inappropriate with children, which never happened. And mm-hmm. this is another day on Toronto Transit after eight years of Justin Trudeau. And I'm going to pull a Jack Blue Jacket guy here. The, the mandates are provincial. Uh, why is this not another day on Toronto Transit after five years of Doug Ford? Oh, oh yeah, conservatives don't tell on conservative friends. Of course friends. not. Of course not. Yeah, Elaine Sharp, I hope the parents of that little girl get a lawyer. I do, too. My, my uh, I, I, I tore into them. This is kids being stupid. Yes. And These are not kids creating chaos. I mean, this was a chaotic situation. It was stupid. But these are not kids who are inherently chaotic. These are not kids who are on drugs. These are not kids that are thugs 
Um, let me show you my response to Skippy. It was stupid. Really stupid. It was a stupid thing to do. Uh, and look, kids do stupid things, but here's my response to Skippy. Let me blow it up so you can see it a little bit better. Whoops. Where did it, where did it go? Whoops. It, it disappeared. Here we go. Do you know anything about civics? This is first and foremost a municipal matter. Jesus, stop gaslighting Canadians. Also, what exactly would you do about it, eh? And that was directed at Skippy for his tweet. I mean, look, he even lost Polliver. Uh, 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 not Polliver, Andrew Coyne. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. He actually tweeted, God, Polyev's a thug. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, I, I keep saying, and I've said this, I don't know how many times now, is this the bridge too far? I don't, I think he crossed it a long time ago personally, but it, it, they've, the media just keeps cutting him slack and cutting him more slack and they keep, you know what they're not cutting? They're giving him rope and he's going to hang himself with it. It's exactly what's happening. The media is giving him all the rope. I mean, I would have pulled it in a long time ago, but they're just letting him get away with this shit so he can hang himself because he's pissing off millions of Canadians. And he's going to piss off the wrong person who's got all the dirt, who knows where all the bodies are buried, and will open that closet door and let all the skeletons fall out. And I'm, I'm here for it, man. I can't, you know, it's terrible that I'm having this Shannon Freud moment that, of, of his fall from grace. He never had grace to begin with. But it's like when the bad guy gets their comeuppance in the movies, you cheer for mm -hmm. it, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be cheering loudly when he gets his comeuppance because he's a vile human being with not a single redeeming quality. And, and they're going to come after me for saying all the things I've said this morning. Bring it on, motherfuckers. I don't care. He's mm -hmm. a vile human and, being who cares nothing about anybody but himself. And since there's no such thing as two without three, Mr. Grizzly, this was the third one. This is ridiculous. Sorry. This is ridiculous. City-branded crack and meth pipes are now being handed out in our cities. Stop enabling drug addiction with tax dollars. Put it towards treatment and recovery so we can bring home our loved ones drug-free. Okay. Yes, this has been happening for a long time. It's not city-branded. No. It's because it comes from the city. So you know that it has quality control because the objective is harm reduction. He didn't give a shit. Right. Now you got a Toronto mayoral candidate, Anthony Fury, going, I'm going to cancel all these things. Okay, so you've just committed to killing people. Mm -hmm. Because here's the thing, right? So we can bring home our loved ones drug-free. The problem is, is that he wants people drug-free before they enter his treatment. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. He doesn't care about keeping them alive long enough to actually get them into treatment. So uh, when he says so we can bring home our loved ones drug-free, he means in body bags. Well, he went on about, you know, overdoses. So we can bring them home in body bags. <coughs> That's the only thing he's bringing home with this policy. 
He's bringing home your loved ones in body bags. Well, when he went on about, well, we got to stop overdoses and showed a tent city in Vancouver. 65% of overdoses happen in people's homes, not in tent cities. 65%. Yeah. But why won't he show, I don't know, some nice suburban house where somebody's ODing in, in the living room? Because yeah. that would destroy his narrative of, uh, yeah. you know. Some uh, successful white-collar executive. Yeah. yeah. Maybe in his 40s or 50s. Well, uh, didn't, didn't we say that the other day, how, how Parliament ran on cocaine? <laughs> Still does. Yeah. Not just cocaine. I can tell you from personal experience. Oh, I know. When I was single and uh, I was online... Mm-hmm. Not everybody who answered me was not in politics. I will not reveal other people's confidences, but I've seen things. Oh, yeah. No, no I hear you. I hear you. And uh, it doesn't matter what the party stripe no, is. No, 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 no. No. They're all guilty. I've seen things. Every single one of them. They're all guilty. I've been in the room when things have happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Mm. Yeah, they're uh, not as honorable as they claim, no. and they're not as anti-drug as they claim. Here's a good, but it's mm-hmm. the difference between getting caught doing a rail on the toilet tank at the local bar mm-hmm. and doing it in the bathroom at the top floor of the Royal York. Or the Chateau d'Orier. Just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where you do it and who you do it with matters. Apparently. Uh, I tell you, these people, oh, yeah. they are exhausting. Mm-hmm. And this, this is, we are still like two years before the election. They're giving us a daily dose of this. Mm-hmm. Well, they've been campaigning for the last year. Oh, it's a year that he's been campaigning to be prime minister. Remember that during the occupation of downtown Ottawa, how there were trucks with flags, Pierre for PM, Pierre Poliver for PM. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's over a year ago. Here's, here's, a, here's one for you. I thought I'll put this. This is from, I don't know who this person is, but somebody retweeted it. So I'll just show it to you here in a sec. It's from... At what 23 has done, what Trudeau has done, Twitter. Uh, the conservatives laugh at our PM for being a teacher. They laugh at our cabinet ministers for working as bus drivers. They laugh at people who do everyday jobs that help this country work. Meanwhile, what did Paul ever do before he got into politics? Hmm. And, and, and the PM just burned him on that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, PNC bio powders, fine crackers, thug shit, don't you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, these people, I just. They're so joyless. Well, they're, they're going to they're gonna burn all their bridges because they've insulted basically every Canadian in every walk of life. And then they'll turn around and go, the common people are the experts. No, we're fucking not. I'm an expert at what I do because I've been doing it for decades. I'm not a common person who can fly a plane. I'm not somebody who should ever drive a motorcycle. 
I mean that. I love them. I think they're great. They're fun. And I would kill myself on one because I cannot wrap my head around clutch and brake in the hand thing. I can't. Hmm. I can't. It's to, to me, it's like a bicycle and they're both brakes. Right. And I, I cannot separate the two. And every time I've driven one, I've damn near killed myself. So it's like I haven't ridden one in, oh God, thir- more than 30 years. And when mm-hmm. I rented a scooter in Bermuda, I mixed up. <laughs> and I yep. rear-ended a taxi cab the first 10 minutes I had one. So I called the company. I said, yeah, you, you want to come and get this? He goes, yeah, no problem. I said, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to walk. I'll hurt myself. I, I mm-hmm. should not be on a motorized vehicle of that nature. Just I know what my limitations are. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. That's the reason I don't drive. You, I'm terrible. Then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't do it. I can three-point turn and parallel park like nobody's business, but get me out on the road and I'm a menace. And some people just can't <laughs> grasp it, right? So literally, you know, <clears throat> don't do it if you're going to put yourself or somebody else at risk. Yeah. Well, Chris, um, again, I, I just, uh, my, my car is a six-speed, and uh, recently I had the my uh, car dealer, uh, my sales rep, call me up and say, I can, you want to trade it up for the new one? But it's only on automatic. They don't make a six-speed manual anymore. I'm like, no, I'm I'm good with with what I have. Thank you. I like having a clutch and a gear shift because I feel like I'm driving. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that. Um, how much more time do we oh, have? Oh, gotta go, gotta go. We kind of let okay, kind of let today get away from us. Uh, we were a little bit wishy-washy. That happens sometimes. But uh, very angry this morning because of all the vile shit that little shit gibbon shit hawk pigeon spews every every day everywhere all over the board struts around like he wants something you know yeah uh here's before we go is the the second thing that's going on um so while they are doing a demonization campaign of the prime minister simultaneously we have an online intimidation campaign mm. of david johnston going on so all these past few weeks before he put out that report it was like he absolutely must call for a public inquiry or else or else or else or else Right Mm -hmm. now, he hasn't. Now it's Don Martin. It boggles the mind that one of Canadian history's most distinguished governor generals won't respect the will of Parliament and quit. He's throwing himself under the bus. Johnson rejects call to step aside after majority of PMs, majority PMs, majority of MPs vote for him to resign. Okay, first of all, it was a parliamentary motion. Mm -hmm. Right, they have no teeth. Mm -hmm. Opposition motions are ignored. All the time. It's kind of like the referendum we had on, on privatization of healthcare. It was a citizen yeah, thing. It, right. it has no teeth, but it, it sends the message. Yeah. That's it. It sends a message. Okay. So, yes, the House voted for it, but the Governor General, ever the professional, says, I'm sorry, but my mandate comes <laughs> from, <laughs> right? It's like, you guys, I respect your right to express your opinion, but my mandate doesn't come from you. So uh, I'm just going to keep on doing what I'm doing. Um, these people seem to not understand that uh, David Johnston is older, wiser, and a better person than they. Oh, yeah. He doesn't care what you think about him or who your daddy is. No. no. He's a man of duty, honesty, integrity. These people still have not realized that their public pressure campaign to intimidate David Johnston into doing what they want him to do. Do what I want you to do. Do what I order you to do, or else I will smear you and destroy coffee you. Coffee grounds in my coffee. 
This is a public intimidation campaign. You know, all these people that were saying a couple of weeks ago, oh, Joe Trudeau taking advantage of this poor elderly man forcing him into make this decision. What are you doing? You're trying to pressure this elderly man into making, and you guys are relentless. Oh, yeah. You guys are relentless. Your plan is not working. You can stop now. Find another angle. They will destroy anything and everyone. It's it, it scorched earth policy. All right, Mr. Grizzly, as it is that we have a show, let's do the ending. Hmm? Mm. What do you think? That's a good idea? Yeah, yeah. All right. This is the end of this episode of the Daily Beaver Morning Show. We hope that you enjoyed listening to us because we loved making this for you yeah, today. It's complicated, right? <laughs> we love you and we love doing this <laughs> yep. we love doing this but uh, uh, yeah, Some days. remember that sharing is caring and word of mouth is priceless so please let your peeps know about us and wow yeah you kids have been doing this uh, the compliments that you have been giving us as you have been retweeting our shows the retweeting is already great but when you retweet and add a comment saying how much you love the show or how much you appreciate us uh wow that really warms the heart so uh thanks and plus it it's worth gold so um we appreciate the help uh with you helping uh, to elevate us and get more people to know about us thank you very much because some of the democracy is something that you do uh please 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 take a moment uh to write your mps uh, if you don't like what uh, pierre polliver has done demonizing a 14 year old girl black girl as <clears throat> being a drug addled thug yeah or claiming that the prime minister of canada is molesting rubbing up against, getting handsy, doing worse to children, or that uh, the governor general, a man of extreme discernment and with a distinguished career, can be bullied and intimidated into giving them the circus they want. Then write. Write. Mm-hmm. It's really not that hard. And, you know, I put it up on our website, uh, on, on, on the, not on the website, but on the, um, uh, the, the Twitter page. Just writing letters, it really does work. Yeah, it does. Because, it, 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 <clears throat> like, literally um, tweeting, uh, emailing, that there's, yeah, sure, you get, your, you get your emotions out, but it doesn't get you any response. Uh, and it means it's, it's meaningless to parliament. Write a letter yeah. that has weight. So again, start a massive letter writing campaign. Flood PP's office with letters saying that you, you literally just have to put his name, house of commons and the postal code. It's doesn't even take a stamp. Let people know that this is unacceptable, please. Because it's just going to keep happening. There's going to be more of it. This is just the beginning. There's two years before the election. Mm -hmm. And they're starting at 13 on the volume dial. Yeah. We need to rein this in. Somebody's going to get hurt. They don't care. If you really like this podcast, 
They don't care, I know, but we do. Yeah. And there are more of us. If you really like this podcast, you can find us on Cryer Media Network as well as all Beaver Grizzly friendly platforms. Stars and reviews are appreciated. We'd love to hear from you, so reach us on our Facebook at True North Eager Beaver, our Twitter at True Eager, or by email via True North Eager Beaver at gmail.com. And you can subscribe via our pod page, podpage.com slash the True North Eager Beaver, lowercase letters with a hyphen between each one of those words. Why not also subscribe to our True North Eager Beaver Media Incorporated YouTube channel? And uh, the subscriptions have been going up over the last week uh, quite a bit. So thank you very much. Thank it you. helps us out big time. I guess people liked our Alberta election special. Yeah. Great. We can't, yeah, we've been getting some compliments about that too, actually. So that's very nice. Thank you. We can't do this without your kind and generous support. So if you feel that we've done a particularly good show or that we've been knocking it out of the park of late, uh, well, if you scan that little QR code that Mr. Grizzly, I'm sure, will make appear in about three. Ooh, ooh, you got there a little faster than I did. Okay. <laughs> fast finger, fast finger. Uh, then that will bring you to our emergency hydration fund with which we hire staff. Caesar, very, very good employee. Hot chocolate, mm, sweetest person out there. Um, Guinness, good lad. Good lad. Hmm? It's a good lad. Yeah, absolutely good lad. It's a good lad, that <laughs> Guinness fellow, I'll tell you what. <laughs> We've got the best staff. And of course, coffee. Great guy. Great guy. So, um, yeah, but we need <clears throat> to pay them and we maybe even need to give them a raise. They have been working hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you're listening, uh, please let your fingers do the walking and go to coffee, ko-fi.com slash eagerbeaver, lowercase letters, all in one word, to make your donation. Uh, we appreciate it very much. From the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying, until next time, dear kids, it could be a tough world out there, so please be kind to and gentle with yourself. And Mr. Grizzly, please, some words of wisdom. Remember to breathe deeply today. Unless, of course, you're in Alberta or Nova Scotia and the wildfire smoke is getting into your lungs. Don't do that. Um, try and filter it if you can. But remember to breathe deeply when the air is clear and you can to try and calm and center yourself so you don't go into a flying rage like I did this morning. Look, mm. anger's an energy mm. and you can put it to, into something positive if you choose to do so. Remember yeah. that. Channel your anger yeah. into doing something good. Yep. All right, Mr. Grizzly, roll the credits and I will have an Easter egg for you because I found it. Oh, cool. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind.
All right, Mr. Grizzly, here it is. I found it. It was a kit, Kit Diane McLeod, posted this on Twitter. After Polyev's appalling insinuation in the house today, bitching on Twitter no longer cuts it. I emailed my CPC MP and left a voicemail message at his constituency office telling him how ashamed he should be to belong to a party with a leader like PP, which prompted from us, a democracy is something you do alert. Mm-hmm. This, do this, write and call your MPs. Created a link uh, to a tips uh, as to why, how to do proper letter writing and mm-hmm. why campaigns matter. Never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. Remember, Margaret Mead. Mm-hmm. Letter writing is simple to do. It's effective, and you don't even need a stamp. Name of member for Parliament, House of Commons, Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, K1A0A6. I will repeat it. K1A0A6. Write something on a piece of paper, stuff it on an envelope, Write that on the envelope and put it in the mail. That's all you need to do. Don't know who your member of parliament is? Worry not. We like to help. Go to rcommons.ca slash members and you will find a list. You can look up by name. You can look up by your electoral district. You can look up by party affiliation. There's no excuse. None. Democracy is something you do. You want this stuff to stop, you need to flood their offices. You need to flood their phone lines. You need to flood their email and let them know that you're not going to have it. It's the only way. Indeed. Gotta go. Gotta go. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at averyrich.com.